and welcome to Meet My Potential podcast. This podcast is for high achievers who aspire to meet their goals with ease and peace of mind. This is your host, Deepa Natarajan. Before we start, I'm going to invite you to go over to www.meetmypotential.com slash ebook so you can get my brand new ebook with common traits of high achievers and how you can leverage them to reach your goals with ease and peace of mind. So that's www.meetmypotential.com slash ebook. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how organizational politics impacts the level of stress in people. Last year, I interviewed many people in organizations because I was really curious to learn a little bit more about politics and how it impacts people. And I was so welcomed by the people. They shared lots of stories and a lot of them even made confessions and told me things that they did, which was not very ethical. And I was surprised by the amount of time that leaders spent with me in being very honest and being very open and sharing stories from their organization and sharing stories also how it impacted their personal lives at home. And so these examples that I'm going to share with you are real examples of what I learned from these leaders. I'm extremely thankful for all the people who shared with me their own stories. I'm going to start off by sharing three examples of how these three examples cause stress. The first example, let's call him Bob. Bob uh, was responsible for the migration of his applications to a new platform, which will eventually be managed in another department. And he was extremely scared and worried about his own future because he's been a manager in this company for the last 20 years. And now if all the applications that he is managing is going to get moved to the new platform by the end of the year, then what happens to his job? Fear was actually blocking him from going at full speed in making the changes happen. And he was also afraid to fail because that would add one more weight, one more burden in terms of what he can potentially do in the organization in the coming years. So that's the first example The second example is, imagine your colleague say yes and commit to doing a project in an unrealistic time. And you know that it is an unrealistic commitment. Yet at the same time, they do this because their intention is to get more budget, is to grow their department, knowing very well that they won't be able to achieve the task in the given time frame. So making false commitments, saying yes to projects just to enlarge their department. The third example I want to share with you is when your colleagues know that an approach or a solution that you're putting in place is going to fail and they don't warn you, they don't tell you what's the best solution just so that you can lose time and money so that they can stand out in the end ultimately as a hero and be recognized for their brilliance over your failed solution. If you look at these three situations, all the three situations lead to stress And when I spoke to people, I asked them, how do they actually live that stress? What examples, what happens? And so people spoke to me about not sleeping well. Many, And when I asked them, what time do you wake up at night? And most of them said to me, well, three o'clock. And so that's why I put 3 a.m., like waking up at 3 a.m. to Think about scenarios in your head, which stories are true, who has what intention, who said what in the meeting, what was the intention of saying that, waking up, making stories in our head, wondering which one is true. That's the number one impact of stress. 
The second impact that people mentioned to me was that they were controlling their emotions at work because things were tough. You had to play a tough game out there. That is keeping disappointments, fears and frustrations in your pocket, controlling your emotions, not sharing how you feel about things, not sharing your fear, not sharing your failure. And so when people went back home, it was a sudden like the pressure cooker, the steam just comes out of it. They were irritated with their family. They got irritated with their spouse. They got irritated with their kids. And some of them mentioned that, well, my kids know when I have a bad day. And they said, oh, well, Papa had a bad day at work. And so the conversations at the dinner table were with the spouse to talk about what happened at work because it's a pretty lonely place and you need someone to talk to. So it impacts the level and the quality of time that one spends with their family. The third impact of stress was numbing disorders. So what are numbing disorders? Numbing disorders are things that you do to not feel the pain, like when you're irritated, bugged, or sad, or frustrated. And in order to not feel the pain, you actually go and watch TV, binge on your favorite food, or you start running, or, or even cycling, or getting on social media. The thing is, it's good to run. Yes, it's good to go cycling. Yes, it's good to talk to your friends on social media. The question is, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to run away from the pain? Are you doing it to not feel the pain? Or are you really doing it so that you can have a nice, I'll repeat that again. Or are you going on social media because it's really nice to connect with a good friend? Sometimes people told me, well, Yes, I was running because I didn't want to feel the pain. And at the same time, I do like running. And if that's the case for you, what I'd recommend is, yes, go for a run. Stop somewhere in a park and sit down for five to ten minutes and feel the pain. It's important because these emotions, pain is one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is joy. If you don't feel the pain, it's hard to feel the joy. So stop running away. That's my first recommendation. Stop running away from the pain, the frustration. It's extremely important to feel that, yes, what will I do if I feel the pain? Well, the answer will come to you. And if it doesn't, to reach out to me. So numbing disorders are things that you do in order to not feel the pain. And I'd love for you to become aware of why are you doing something Am I doing this because I really love it? Or am I doing it in order to escape the bad day that I had? It's much easier to talk about what we want and what we need than it is to talk about the fears, the feelings, and the scarcity. Scarcity is the belief that there is not enough and therefore I've got to do this. And that gets in the way of brave and courageous leadership. So what I'd love for you and the tip that I want to share with you is sit down, take time out in between your run, in between your biking, in between your swimming or whatever numbing techniques you use to stop and feel what is it that I'm feeling right now? What are my deepest fears? Brave leadership is not just being courageous. Brave leadership is about feeling your fears and becoming aware of your feelings. I'd like to now share a quote with you, a quote from Roosevelt, 
where he said, if we are brave enough, often enough, we will fall. That is, if we are brave enough, often enough, we will fall. Daring is not saying I am willing to risk failure. Daring is saying I know I will eventually fail and I'm still all in it. I have never met a brave person who hasn't known disappointment, failure, and even heartbreak. Being vulnerable is not easy. If you want to know more about vulnerability, please go and listen to episode number 44, where we've had Gareth Davis share and talk about vulnerability. Great episode. Love for you to listen to it. Vulnerable experiences are not easy. I know that. They can make us feel extremely anxious and extremely uncertain. Vulnerable experiences push us all the time to be very, very self-protective. So just become aware of your self-protective, your numbing techniques, and go out there wholeheartedly with courage to share about your fears, your failures, your feelings out there with people and inspire others to do the same. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and love to hear your comments, your feedback. I read every single email. And so do write to me. Just go to my website, www.meetmypotential.com and reach out to me. Until then, stay cool. 